Previously on the Adventure Zone, you see in this this uh, sapphire mirror another world. You see tens of thousands of these floating white lights sailing over a giant lake comprised of swirling rainbow-hued waters. Another rift opens in space and out of that rift that white fire comes out of it the red robe leans down and you can like see the red robe doing this now and it extends a skeletal finger and it's a symbol that thieves use to let others know that it's gonna pop off soon cool it's fun three words appear on the ceiling boss rush begin uh and all of a sudden cam is now levitating Oh uh, yeah! And yeah. he has the wand. You could have done that this whole time. We've been carrying your head. He looks over <laughs> at you, Magnus. And he says, "Spell slots," and then he <laughs> he points his wand at Jenkins and the two meat monsters, and he says, "Heads up!" What's waiting for our heroes at the end of Wonderland? It's not a cool ass weed smoking caterpillar. I'll tell you that much. It's the Adventure Zone. ask a stupid question no please is there some significance to boss rush room a uh, boss rush is just like a video game thing like in mega man like before you face the final boss you have to fight all the okay. bosses that you fought so far okay that's good that's good content though because that's good for our elderly listeners as well that's true <laughs> um all the senior citizens that listen who've never played a fucking mega man game because they're not true elite gamers yeah they're noobs they're casual. Uh, thank you. Thank you for the compliment. Dad, you're such a casual. You're a casual. Um, so Cam, with his wand in mouth. By the way, we need to retcon. Taco, did you get your wand repaired at some point? Because I got a lot of tweets from folks last last episode saying you did break your wand in the ogre trial. And the reason we didn't remember that is because it was 150,000 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, that was in that was in the uh, the uh, novella that mm. was given out yeah. as a pre order bonus. There was a novella in uh, which you duct taped your shit back with together with tape ship with magic. Like it's ludicrous to me that I wouldn't have fixed it by now. Sure. Come on, yeah. um, Cam casts Maximilian's Earthen Grasp, um, and because there's not really any earth in here, a a big old hand bigger than a a mage hand. Um, forms out of some of the bodies of the mannequins in the back of the room. Um, and this hand reaches out and tries to grab... Whoa, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it's just me dumping a bunch of dice on the table. Oh, all right. Getting ready to play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, it grabs the meat monster on the right. And it does grab it for... 12 points of damage, which is actually enough to kill it. So this, I think this fist just comes in and it squeezes this meat monster into hamburger goo. Um, And then, as a bonus action, Cam opens that hand up, just flat palm, and sends it flying across the room, smashing into the other meat monster and just kind of swatting it up against the wall. Um, um, I too am a magic boy, and I've never had a bonus action in my fucking life. What's yeah, the story? Like, with he's really that? copping all. Cam is uninhibited, huh? uninhibited by a bunch of extra then, extra weight. He's he's an efficient. What do you cast spells with? Your brain. He is just a streamlined spell casting machine. Okay, uh, I, I, I can live with that. Uh, next up is mm, who is at the bottom of the action? Magnus. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna step up and I'm gonna punch Jenkins with uh with Phantom Fist. Okay, just for just for old times' sake, or uh, well, I'll tell you in a second. It's a I rolled. It's a twenty. Okay. Uh, attack. That is that is more than sufficient. Okay. Cool. D four. It's three plus four, so that's seven damage. And then I'm gonna push him back into that sphere. Of tentacles and Delarisas. Okay. Uh, all right. You and you, while you he's so. while he's flying back, second action, I'm gonna throw my chance lance at him. Wow, shit. That's okay. 
So 12 uh, plus 8. Um, or is it the same as Rail Splitter? Uh, it's, the, it's the same as Rail Splitter. One hand. Okay, so plus 9. So 21. Okay, yeah, that'll do it. 6 plus 5, so 11 damage. Okay. And then I that recall hurt, it. That hurts him a lot. Um, next up is Jerkins, which is what I, I, I guess it auto-corrected. I, I have it saying in my text document, <laughs> Jerkins goes after Magnus, who is next, to try to remember the order. So, um, even my text document is not a fan. Um, Taco, roll 2d6 cold damage for Hunger of Hadar. Yup. That's a two and a three. Okay. Uh, Jerkins is looking pretty bad off. Merle... Something bad happens. Um, yeah. Della Reese rears back her angelic arm to stab her magic sword into Jenkins. But just this be- is going to be great. But right before she makes contact, yeah, she freezes and she kind of flickers like a like a TV losing reception <sighs> and then disappears. And Merle, you've cast this spell like countless times, but you've, countless. you've you've never seen anything like this. In fact, all these hiccups that your holy powers have been going through all day, you've you haven't experienced anything quite quite like it in all of your days of of clericdom. Um, Jenkins is going to uh, take a step back towards the mannequin pile out of the uh, sphere of uh, Hadar's whatever. And he casts um, out of Bill Hader's evil sphere. Uh, and he casts the Dispel Magic. And the field of inky black tentacles disappears. Um, all three of you notice at the far edge of the room, just uh, behind the mannequin body pile, uh, and sort of adjacent to the door, uh, the exit door to this room, all three of you see, I won't make you roll a perception check because it's pretty clear as day. You see a dresser just appear out of nowhere. And then it quickly disappears and it's replaced by a bookshelf. And then that bookshelf disappears and then it's a fireplace and then it's a lamp and then it's nothing. And Magnus, with your true sight, you see the red robe channeling the black smoke to create those objects over there on the far end of the room. Taco, you're up. Uh, <clears throat> you got a pretty bad off Jerkins. Uh, all the area of effect spells have been uh, spirited away at this point, and you got uh, your your the well. You don't know what's happening, but there's magical objects appearing in the corner of the room. Um. Okay. Uh. Can I do an Arcana check as a free action to see if I have any insight into that? Yeah. What's sure. Happening over there. Uh. That's a two. <laughs> that's a cool. Dr- it's a nice dresser. You notice that? Probably full of. Wonderful clothes, but it's weird that it turned into a bookshelf, though. You're like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I'm going to um, hit... Oh, by the way, I, I forgot to mention this. The room around you, it kind of... It, it, it appears like you're on the Rockport Limited again. Like, the room around you looks like you're in a train car battling and there's like there's like virtual windows looking out to like uh, the passing countryside like you're on a train like the room is recreating the scenes of these classic battles what what a nice treat for the audience uh let's see i am going to hurt jenkins Mm -hmm. (laughs) with a magical spell of my own choosing nice my own this would be a spell that is magical yeah i'm just gonna do you know what i'm not gonna get clever on him i'm just gonna hit him with a juicy juicy scorching ray okay uh i gotta make a ranged spell attack for each ray are you there are three rays of them oh that's fun dad that's a good joke daddy not just bringing back an old one from the past all right you're bringing back all the bosses yeah, that's uh, a good. That's a good point, Dad. Let's do all our old jokes in this one. Yeah, especially for ones trapped in a room episode. Yeah. You know where we all yeah, it's our bottle episode. Yeah, yeah. Especially yep. if they're from um other podcasts. Yeah, that's ideal. Jan- Janitor um, Morton's going to be back at eight a.m. We got a lot of time to kill. Eighteen, fifteen, eighteen. Remember when Dougie found that dead body? I think it went a little <laughs> something like this. Uh, eighteen, fifteen, eighteen. Those are the three. Uh, all, th- all three of those are yes. 
Let me just roll some damage real quick. Uh, five for the first ray. Four for the second ray. Eight for the third ray. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jenkins goes flying backwards as these rays uh, hit him. Um, and he is vanquished. And as he goes down, um, something happens that hasn't happened in a while. Uh, and that is... We feel he, something. He, he drops his wand, and Taco, your Umbra staff, turns inside out and sucks that wand in and devours it. And it's it's been a while since you've taken down a magic user like this, but mm-hmm. you remember the Umbra staff is capable of, of consuming the magic essence of your defeated foe. So it has a little wand snack, um, um. Uh, and it turns right side out again, and you feel um, you feel uh, energized. You feel Ooh. you feel like you've um, recovered, which is weird. You haven't felt that in in Wonderland very much, uh, and you have in fact recovered your spell slots. Oh, oh, delicious. Um, delicious. With that, Jenkins goes flying back. His mannequin sort of falls out of his form and goes flying into the pile in the back of the room. And that pile transforms, uh, with the help of some of that black smoke, into a massive shape. The biggest shape you've seen so far. Um, it's about uh, 10 feet tall, and uh, uh, it has sort of a conical shape. And then as it starts to take form, you realize it is the shark tank from your race uh, in the Gold Cliff Desert. And in fact, the the screen uh, walls and ceiling around you transform as if to look like the, the, the Badlands surrounding Gold Cliff uh, flying past you. Um, and you are up against the shark tank. And next in the order is Merle. Okay, I'm going to, um, I can't heal. Nope. I I suck at attacks. Can't crow, mm-hmm. can't fly. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cast Divination. Okay. This puts me in touch with a god All right. or a god servant. So in this case, Pan. I get to ask a single question. Oh, this is perfect. Thank you. This is a gift. Concerning a goal, event, or activity. Okay. And I have to get a truthful reply. All right, from the god. Uh, okay. I once again, I love doing this because I like contextualizing what's going on. So what's just happened is this Shark Tank has appeared, and then and Merle Merle's prays. just gone. Hold on one second, and then just like starts praying, and everybody just like holds. Yeah, I'm of like, no okay. use as long as my powers aren't working. Yep. And and so to combat that, you use one of your powers. You you pray, Travis. I am Merle is a deeply spiritual character, and in <laughs> times of need, he turns to his God okay. for guidance. Hit, hit like him, any a religious person when he needs okay. something. Um, What's your question? Hello, Pan. You want more or just well? I mean, question? Yeah, you have a God, question. No. Yeah. Okay, and I have to get a truthful answer. Correct. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. What is going on with my holy powers? Here is the truthful response. This is Griffin, not Pan speaking. Here's the truthful response to your question, Merle. Pan's not answering. And it, it, it's it's not um it's you know beyond a shadow of a doubt he's just not he's just not there. And he's not, he's, 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 he's not there supporting you with, with a holy power. He's not, he's just, he's just, he's just gone. And this is, this is fucking terrifying. Like you, this is, this spell that you're casting is essentially like uh, a, a, a telephone call of a prayer. And Pan has always answered, but not this time. He is not so, there, and it's not like it's not. You can tell it's not like you're getting bad reception on your prayer. Like you feel it going through. He's just not. He's just not picking up. He's not there, or he's not answering. You don't. You don't know the answer to that. But he's not. He's just the reason that your spells aren't working is because they are powered by Pan, and right now Pan is not there for you. So I, I I get another turn then, right? <laughs> um, yeah, if you want to, yeah, sure. I think that's I think that's only fair. 
But now my spells are working just not as well, correct? Um, they are working less and less well, yes. All right, well then, while I've got a little bit, I'm going to cast Bless okay. on all three of us. What's that do? It is a... I'm still buffering. Still uh, buffering is a copyrighted feature. That's fine. Uh-huh. Um, whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack roll or the saving throw. How long does that last? It lasts, wow, up to a minute. Okay. I mean, that's 10 turns, so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, all three of us now can add uh, a D4. D4. Cool. To, should I roll the D4 now or every time it happens? No, I think it's. I think they roll it every time they do something that the blessing... All right, and they get to add D4 to add to their attack or saving throw. Okay, cool. Shark Tank is up. Um, And the Shark Tank's not, like, moving at tank speed, obviously, or else it would, like, burst through the wall or something. Um, Instead, it opens up its mouth, and you see that nasty uh, barbed spear uh, that it used during the race, uh, and it points it at Magnus Mm -hmm. and fires off of Volley. Uh, no. 14? No. Nope. Uh, it just shoots and misses you and sort of skids across the ground and then gets pulled back into its mouth. What is attacking? Like, it's a the... tank, it's a tank in the shape of a shark. Right. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, Magnus, you're up. Is Cam not up? Oh, yeah, good point. Cam is up. Cam is gonna cast... What the fuck's Cam gonna cast? Uh, Cam's gonna cast Lightning Bolt. Because Cam's a good sorcerer, boy. Uh, a stroke of lightning, a line 100 feet long and 5 feet wide, blasts out from a direction you choose. Uh, every creature in the line makes a deck saving throw. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, God. Where'd it go? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, the shark tank saves, uh, but it still takes half damage, which... Uh, it's 15 damage. Normally does 8d6. It's a hell of a spell. So a line of, of uh, lightning shoots out, and I think wherever this line hits uh, up against the wall, uh, some of the some of the like the LED screen just stops working, uh, and and it like some sparks shoot out of it. Um, you see something in the corner of the room again. You see. Um, Right where that, that same sort of uh, collection of stuff appeared before, you see a potted plant appear, and then a, a guillotine, and then a marble column, and then a coat rack, and then nothing. Magnus, you're up. Uh, okay, well, first, I'm going to tell my shield the bold story of the time I fought the the shark before. Yeah, that's that's the truth. That's a plus one AC. Okay. Um... Then okay, so now when I uh, the construction of it, Griffin, the 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 thing shot out a spear from like the mouth of the yeah, and the mouth is filled with I believe uh, if memory serves these rows of circling teeth that are like moving in opposing directions, uh, and it does have its mouth open now because it just launched a its its spear attack. Now is there still like a pile of mannequins? Yeah, it's it's behind it, but yes. Okay, cool. Um. You gonna take a turn off? Just go get some arms, or? Yeah, in fact, <laughs> I am. Um, I'm gonna like, like, listen. At this point, the magic people seem to have this shit down. All I'm gonna do is what? Hit a tank with my axe? No, no, no. I'm gonna do what Magnus does best and go pull the arms off some things. Okay. So I'm going to dash uh, with my cunning action past the tank. Okay. Uh, to get to the pile of mannequins. Um, unless you do some sort of fancy maneuver, it's going to have an attack of opportunity on you. Dash is just double move. It doesn't negate attack of opportunity. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So disengage is what I want so I can run past it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to use disengage, run past the tank, and get to the thing. And I'm going to pull the arms off, maybe throw the bodies at the tank. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Make a Make an attack roll. 11 plus what? 8? 
<laughs> That's my standard attack bonus. For uh, it would just be your strength plus your uh, uh, proficiency bonus. But uh, yeah, let's say you throw these it's mannequin. Great. You throw a couple mannequin bodies in. You pick one up with each arm and chuck it into the shark tank's open mouth. Uh, and it gets caught in the encircling rows of saw blade teeth. Uh, and kind of gums up the works a little bit, and the Shark Tank's mouth kind of slams shut. Um, yeah. Next up in the order is hey, Taco. Hold the, oh, I, sorry. I one, one more question. This, yeah. This pile of bodies, they're all wood, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start a fire with my tinderbox. This is this is this is, think about a fire. You have 6 seconds. I can't do magic, Griffin. Okay, but think about a fire and you have 6 seconds. Have you watched Survivor when they do the fire making challenge? It takes wicked longer than 6 seconds. Well, I want to help doing anything. Like I got I got some turns to wait. They got to go. I'm last in the order. I got some Yeah, time. all right. Fine. It's fine. Yes, fine. You use your tinder box and some of the mannequins start to catch fire. Thank well, you. Now we'll, we'll have some fun with this. Magnus, as you catch this pile of mannequins on fire, very uh, patiently, very patiently, you see pretty close to you now. Uh, you see the red robe create using that black smog create an oven, and then a pile of crates, and then a tall portrait of a woman, and then nothing. Uh, Taco, you are up. Do I recognize the woman? Nope. It's just it is just a big rectangular portrait of a woman. What were those three things again? It's. I promise it's not important. Okay. You won't be but quizzed But what on if that. that's what he wants us to think? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Taco. I am going to shoot this dumb thing. You have a gun? With a gun that I brought I from I don't home. remember giving you a gun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I remember. That I... It was in the same novella where he fixed his wand. All right. Yeah, it's the pistol of Petronius. Okay. Uh, you know what? Actually, uh, how's this thing looking, Griffin? Are we making much of a dent here? You haven't made any. I mean, Travis made its mouth shut. Oh, and Cam hit it with lightning. Cam hit it with lightning, yes, but it's still looking pretty fucking good. So is that all of its innards, everything is inside of it? I That is such a weird sort of existential are, are question. Are innards inside of it? Yes, okay. the outards. I grow bored with this fight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I'm casting. That, po- I'm casting polymorph on myself. Oh fucking wow, Griffin! I'm texting you. Oh, see, because you'll need this information. Wow. If you could just describe to everybody what they say. Oh my god, Justin. Taco yes. Taco's arms sink into his chest, so that he's just got sort of uh, little arms, and his head gets really big and really long, and his teeth <laughs> get very sharp, and he grows a tail, and he turns into a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> Meanwhile, Huge beast Magnus on a is mark. setting a fire to ma- man. My name is Dupree. <laughs> Dupree. Uh, Dupree can multi-attack uh, oh. using its bite and it's okay, and it's and also its tail, its t- its T-Rex tail. So, all right. Fuck all haters. What are you doing? I'm Dupree. Can I be given the finger with its little tiny hands? I'm, I'm gonna bite its dumb shit off. All right, I'm gonna bite the motherfucker. Uh, that's I'm a done. Wait, plus wrong. plus ten to hit. Yep. Uh, that's a nat twenty. Oh, 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 oh. oh my god. Uh, that um, means you roll eight d twelve plus seven for that attack. Okay. <laughs> so should we all just like take a break um, while Justin rolls his twelve dice? Which one's D12? Eight, eight is the one with the 12 on it, but that's no... It doesn't have 13. If you have one uh, that has 13, you have gone 10, too far. 10, 2, 5, 11. 10, 2, 5, 11. Okay. 28. Uh, is it 9? 37. 5. 42. 3. 45. Is that all of them? <laughs> It's 4d12, uh, right? Six, yeah. Seven. That's so it's seven. just the four, uh, first four I numbers. I thought you said though, eight. Right? It's 8d12, bud. Why well, one it, more. Why is it 8d12? Because you critted. Oh, that's right. Okay, groovy. 11. 56. 56 points of damage plus 7. 63. Or is it plus 14 since I critted? 
no, I think it's just I think it's just plus seven. It, it, it is enough to fucking you bite the fucking head off this shark tank. Um, <laughs> and as you like rip the top off this shark tank, you also see uh, the the body of I think it was Marvy was the was the driver. Uh, you see the the ha- the legs of Marvy sitting in the pilot seat that you chomped in half uh, as you pull back. Um, and, like the lawyer, huh? Like the lawyer from Jurassic Park. Very much like the lawyer from Jurassic Park. Um, mm-hmm. That poor guy. I always felt bad for him. He's just trying to poop. Can we please? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, you you've you've destroyed the Shark Tank. Hey, how long do you get to stay a fucking T Rex? Because I'm worried this balance issues might pop up. Yeah, that's why I was kind of thinking about it. I mean, I'm concentrating. <laughs> Fair. I can't cast other spells, but I can do it for an hour. Okay. Dupree. <laughs> Did I mention he has the hat? It's fucking funny. Like a fedora kind of thing? No, no, not in any way, shape, or form a fedora. Like a sweet fucking cool wizard hat. Oh, like is, it, is it T-Rex sized or is it still taco sized? Still taco That would be nice. very cool. good. That's very good. Jauntily. Uh, um, angled. The sh- Get ready, cosplayers. The Shark yeah, Tank. Cosplay the T Rex. The Shark Tank falls over, uh, which mm-hmm. is weird. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, turns into just a big sort of sub pile of mannequins and black smog. Um, and uh, they all sort of congregate back all together into the now flaming pile. Uh, and some of the smog picks up all of the mannequins now. All of the the whole pile of mannequins has been sucked up into this new shape, and it forms sort of a big tubular shape. I'm describing the shape of it, not how rad it is, although it's pretty fucking rad because what it forms is not just a purple worm, but a purple worm that is on fire. Um, cool. And it is occupying pretty much all of the space in this room. Uh, not all of it, but but most of it. It's bigger than it's bigger than T Rex Taco is. Uh, sorry, Dupree is Dupree. even. It is uh, it is gargantuan. Not as big as the purple worm that you faced in uh, in Refuge because that thing was miles big, but uh, pretty terrifying. And as this thing appears, you hear Cam say, um, "Holy shit! You guys killed a purple worm." Yeah, yeah. Did Dupree. we? I didn't think we killed one. Um, Can Dupree only like a, say Dupree? Is he a Pokemon? Yeah, he's well. His he's like Groot. I have to. Taco is focusing to keep this up, but he adopts the stats of Dupree, and Dupree's intelligence is too. So <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, and also you got a brain in your head and a brain in your ass. Yeah, if you're a true T-Rex. This seems like an opportune time for the second half of my multi-attack, yep. which I can only have against two separate targets. So it's excellent that that <sighs> one died and the other one came up. Uh, what are you? What, what are you using? Primal rage? Your fucking face or your butt? <laughs> uh, no, it's a. It's I get one with the bite and one with the tail. Oh, I see. I see. So it so, is butt. Yeah. So that's a nineteen, 19. plus ten. <laughs> oh god! Is um, that a hit? Is that one on hit twenty nine? Here's the thing: it's barely a hit. That's. I mean, that I'll take it. Yeah. You know. Uh, hold on one second. That's six, four, seven, seventeen, seventeen plus seven. Uh, twenty four. You actually only do twelve damage to it. Uh, cause the purple worm, this purple worm is resistant, uh, to, to physical T-Rexes? Damage. Uh, no, just <laughs> any, any physical damage this purple worm is, uh, is gonna, is gonna be resistant to. Um. Oh, so it's a dinosaur, not, not the band T-Rex. No, no, no. Okay, no, all right, sure. I got you. Yeah. Although he can no, but- bang a gong. Um. Yes. <laughs> and he, he does wonder, uh, about metal, the metal guru. Is it true? <laughs> um. The purple worm gets dropped into order now, uh, and you see its mouth fill up with flames, uh, and all of you, uh, including the T-Rex and Cam, need to make a dexterity saving throw. I'm behind it. Huh? I'm behind it? Fair play. You're good. Awesome. What the (laughs) fuck, Cam? Cam rolled a 19. Cam fucking like, nope. Cam's head like floats <laughs> up to the ceiling really fast. I mean, he's very aerodynamic. I guess so. Uh, 
okay, so that's uh, an eleven for Dupree. Okay. That and makes Merle sense. Ro- Merle rolled a perfect one. Ooh. Ouchie! All right. Does Dupree have different health than Taco does? Dupree's got 136 hit points. Okay. Let me get a slice. <laughs> uh, 16 points of fire damage. Wow. The purple worm, uh, this this flaming purple worm, um, you also see where you whipped it with its tail, you left like a little scratch. You see it start to close over as it recovers some health and it roars uh, horrifyingly. And you see in the corner a tall rectangular crate appear, and then you see a window, and then finally you see a door. And as it forms this door in the wall, you see it's an open wooden framed door, and it flickers, and all of a sudden it's a cobblestone lined door, and then it flickers, and it's a big, great, heavy metal door, and then it's a big glass door, but it's always a door. And the, as soon as it forms, the Red Road looks over at you, Magnus, and with its free hand, the one it's not, like, conjuring this with, it waves enthusiastically. Sauté! <laughs> Time to sauté, boys! Uh, I take off running for the door. Okay. Uh, we, can, we can bounce out of combat. Um, the, door, the, door is, uh, the door is open. You do have, a te- you do have the purple worm there. Uh, Magnus is fine. Magnus was clear of it. Merle and Taco, if you want to get to it, you're going to have to do something. And Cam. I scoop both of them up in my jaws. Ow! Holy shit. Ginger? In a safe way. In a safe ginger way. Okay. It's Dupree. Big- He's a man of class and distinction with two intelligence. Okay, huge problem. You do get him over there, and the purple worm uh, takes a bite at your torso uh, and does hit Dupree. Mm-hmm. For 21 damage. Takes a big bite out of the side of Dupree. Uh, and you get them to the door. Dupree, big problem. And we'll see how your two intelligence deals with this. You're much, much too big to fit through this door. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, Taco, uh, did, I, did I get them to the door yet? Yeah. Okay, good. Taco drops the spell because he's not a monster. He's just a wizard pretending to be a dinosaur. And he turns it off and they go walks to the door. Okay. I, I hope you got them out of your mouth first. You definitely didn't. So, like, you did have a little. Like, when you I tri- said, I said I got them to the door. You told me I got them to the door. Yeah, but they were. That t- would not imply they're still in my mouth. All I'm saying is, you got them to the door, <laughs> but they were still in your mouth. So, when you transform back, a little bit of Merle's hand is in your mouth, and you taste him, and it's bad. I didn't bite it off. The fool can't afford to lose another one, right? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, maybe okay. it's my wood hand. Yeah, it could be. Uh, all right. You all clear the door. Uh, and, and just as you do, the purple worm kind of rears its body up to come smashing down, uh, and you just barely clear the door as it comes down behind you, and then the door disappears. And Magnus, you saw the red robe move through too, so everybody has, has moved out of the room. Hey everybody, this is Griffin McElroy, your dungeon master, your best friend, and your oh god, I don't have anything. And your big your big dog. Big dog on campus. Nah, no. Uh, thanks for listening to episode 56 of the Adventure Zone. It's uh what is this? The sixth episode of the Suffering Game arc. Uh, we are drawing to a close in this arc uh, over the next couple episodes. Um, I know it's been a pretty stressful affair, but there's well, I don't know if there's light at the end of the tunnel, but there is an end to the tunnel, so that's something. Uh, I have a few folks I want to thank this week for sponsoring the Adventure Zone. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun... We just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it, you know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone 
and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So. Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world. Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right, Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What, what influencer doesn't do that? I ask you, I'll wait, that's right, none of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside, you can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago. We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. We have a Jumbotron message on the show. Thank you to everybody who bought all of our Jumbotron spots for 2017. Uh, Thanks especially to this week's Jumbotroners. Uh, This message is for Davina, and it's from Matlock, who says, We've been together for six years now, and I couldn't have imagined being this happy. Since you introduced me to the Adventure Zone, I thought the dulcet tones of Griffin McRoy would be appropriate. Thank you for being the shepherd to my Vicarian, the healer to my tank, the Killian to my carry. I love you more than words can express. I hope I said Vicarian right. I did, right? I don't want Garrus to get mad at me. Uh, have another Jumbotron message here, and it's from Holly, the most beautiful of Scottish ladies, from Stephen, the Grizzly Adams of Truck Drivers, who says, Happy 25th birthday, or one-year wedding anniversary, depending on how long it takes uh, for you to finally catch up to this point in the podcast. Uh, I love you more and more every day, and I can't wait for you to come to America so we can sing Endless Love with Sock Puppets till the end of time. No, Griffin. It's not a sex thing. You're my whole world. A, don't you lie to me. I know a sex thing when I hear one in a Jumbotron message. You think this is my first Jumbotron message? You think this is my first stealthed out sex reference? No, no, no. I've been doing this a long time. You got to wake up a little earlier to pull a sex thing over on Griffin. Hey, thanks to everybody who's been tweeting about the show using the, the Zonecast hashtag. If you do that, you might end up as a character on the show. 
I'm talking about folks like Antonia, Antonia DePieri, Tony Arena on uh, on Twitter, uh, Rowan, polite botanist uh, on on Twitter, uh, Cam Splurf Lord on Twitter. Uh, those are just a few of the folks who tweeted about the show using that hashtag, and I thought their names matched up with these characters, and so I used them. Uh, there's going to be a few more opportunities to get your name uh, on on this uh, campaign. Uh, so go ahead and get those tweets in now. We also sure do appreciate you tweeting about the show. Uh, we do not, uh, we do not have any way of uh, advertising. Well, we do have ways of advertising the show, but we don't pay to advertise the show at all. We rely on the most effective form of advertising there is, which is of course word of mouth. So thank you all for for getting out there and spreading the good word. We sure do appreciate it. Thanks to Maximum Fun for having us. You can go to MaximumFun.org. Check out all the great shows that you will find there for free. I am talking about shows like Stop Podcasting Yourself. Uh, I'm talking about shows like The Beef and Dairy Network and One Bad Mother and Lady to Lady. You can find all those at MaximumFun.org. If you want to hear other shows that we do, uh, and including other video projects, you can go to McElroyShows.com. Uh, we do a bunch of different uh, podcasts, and uh, Justin and I do a bunch of video stuff over at Polygon. I just launched a new series that you may like if you play World of Warcraft called Peacecraft, in which I try to run a little little guy through uh, all of uh, World of Warcraft without killing anything. It's a really dumb, uh, fun experiment that I'm doing. Again, all that stuff is over at McElroyShows.com. Also, uh, I, I I have mentioned this a couple times on the show, but not nearly enough. Thanks to Mort Garson, uh, legendary electronic music composer for the music that we use as our theme song. It is uh, uh, Deja Vu off the album Ataraxia, The Unexplained, uh, which f- fucking rules. It's so good. Mort Garson's music is so great. He also did an album called Plantasia that you should go check out. Um, so to the late, great Mort Garson, thank you very much. And um, that's it, I think, for this commercial break. Thank you all very much for listening. Uh, We will be back with another episode in two weeks, so keep an eye out on February 23rd, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. You can tell that this chamber that you stepped out into is not like the other ones you've been in since you've been here in Wonderland. Um, it's, It's pretty dark in here, but you can tell that uh, this chamber is still circular, but it's way, way bigger than all of the rooms you've been in so far. It's cavernous. Um, and behind you, you see this massive cylinder. Um, and it's it's what you just stepped out of, um, but it's completely featureless, except for a small label on its exterior wall that has your guys' names on it. Um, and as you look around, you see that there's a bunch of these different cylinders, um, 38 of them to be exact all wrapping around a huge central staircase um this this big round central staircase which climbs 20 feet up to a circular platform at the center of the chamber um and as you start to approach that staircase cam kind of hangs back uh and he says uh hey uh i listen i'm 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 pretty sure you guys are gonna get out of here so i'm gonna part ways with you now what um how, well, how is he hanging back um, I mean, he's still levitating. Oh, okay. Uh, he says, um, it's, it's like I said, Magnus, I'm a living disembodied head. I'm pretty sure the only reason I'm alive is because Wonderland is keeping me alive eternally just to pump more suffering out of me. So if I leave this place with y'all, I'm, I'm toast. Wait, so, so you'd, you'd rather, just to let me get this straight, you'd rather stay in here as a head forever in a place that feeds on suffering rather than go with us and be free from this. To be free from this place that is keeping me alive. Yeah, Ooh. that doesn't sound good either, man. Why did you come with us and make us take all those extra punishments? I thought I could help you all get out of here, and I did. Go, Cam! I mean, you cast a spell! Too. Yeah, but I, th- I provided some sage guidance. Let's not split no, hairs. I mean, I turned into a T-Rex, yeah. like, and I found out my god hates me. You know. Yeah, that's, that's rough stuff. Anyway, um, I'm just gonna go hide out. I guess thanks for, thanks for trying to rescue me. And when when you see Lucretia, no, again, hold on, I'm gonna stop you one more time. We successfully rescued you. You are refusing to be rescued. I want right. to make that clear. The this rescue, is not a failure on our part. Right. Throw it, throw him in your 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 pocket workshop. Please don't throw me back in your pocket workshop. I when you see Lucretia again, tell her, I don't know, make up something heroic for me. I guess. Nope. T- um. Tad? <laughs> Chad. Close. Close. Chad? Hey, Tam? Hey. What is it? Tam. Cam. Yeah. Tam? I'll make you a deal. 
If you, okay, it's gonna have to be a pretty sweet one. If you let me kill you, you can live in my wand. No, I don't want that at all. <laughs> my my umbrella will eat you, and you'll live forever, forever in service to me. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine uh, the, possi- the downside. Imagine the possibilities. He starts floating backwards, um, away from you guys. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'll see you guys later. Good luck. We are never picking up another hitchhiker. Hey, it's I, just not going to happen. Can I have my wand back? Uh, he says, "Yeah," and he he was wearing a he he had it tucked up into his uh, behind his ear, and he just kind of does a little maneuver to put it in his mouth, and he flings it at you, and it's super cool. That's okay. Uh, he he goes and sort of uh, skulks around and behind the massive cylinder that you all came out of. Um, he and, just floats around eating floating white dots and ghosts and cherries and stuff. <laughs> so the one yeah. we came out of is the one with our names on it. Is that right? Uh-huh. Okay. Can we look, just like cursory look around and see if, you know, the, all the other Yeah, roll an investigation. Roll, yeah. roll an investigation check. 15. I rolled a nat 20. Wow. That's a good investigation. Five. Uh, Magnus, you, yeah, I mean, every, cha- every with a nat 20, you re- recognize that every chamber has labels with names on it. You see one that has lucretia sterling and rowan's name on it wait um, one chamber that has all three names uh-huh um and there's a bunch of chambers with a bunch of different names you don't recognize any of the other ones you said lucretia uh, did you not, mean lucretia uh, sorry 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 no 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 antonia not lucretia um yeah it has their names on it you don't recognize any of the other names on the labels uh with a 20 magnus you also realize this cylinder that you stepped out of it is you can kind of tell especially if you walk up that staircase a little bit to get a better angle on it it's more or less the exact shape of all of the rooms that you've been in in Wonderland. So it was just the same cylinder over and over again made to look different through the magic smoke stuff, right? Yep. Cool. Um, a spotlight comes on from the ceiling shining down on top of the central circular platform, which you can get a better angle on if you go up that staircase. Yeah, I do that. Um, atop that central platform, it spans about 30 feet in diameter. You see a few dozen seated figures, all positioned around a raised catwalk that vivisects the circle. Uh, but all these figures are stationary because they're all mannequins. Um, and all of these mannequins, they're the same ones that you saw during Heart Attack. Uh, they're all dressed up in, in high fashions, kind of like the stuff you've seen Lydia and Edward in. Um, and simultaneously, they all point up to the catwalk where a spotlight is illuminating the catwalk. Is anything on the catwalk? Nope. Is it time for us to do our sexy turn on the catwalk? Uh, I think I think this would be a pretty good time for that. I look at Taco. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. No, I'm kind of freaked out. What's going on? Uh, I think you need to get up there and strut. I think it's a fashion show i'm not a piece of meat we got this is what you were born to do taco (laughs) no i mean i'm not a model i'm a wizard and a chef i don't understand what i'm being asked to do here i think you need the booty tooch why (laughs) that the things you're saying make no sense i'm not just gonna strut across a catwalk Um, for your delight all of the mannequins simultaneously sort of pull their arms back and point sort of more forcefully uh, at the stage, and yeah, all of them are looking at one of you. Their gaze is sort of split between all of you, uh, and they're all pointing up to the catwalk. Uh, I cast prestidigitation, shoot sparks out of my fingers, cast minor illusion, put myself in a dope outfit, and start walking down the catwalk with all the style and panache I can muster, which is, I should note, a fucking lot. Uh, yeah, roll a charisma roll. <laughs> Roll a, perfor- uh, roll a performance oh, that's, roll. That's weird. I, never... got, I got 30 because it's fucking so fly. <laughs> that's very strange and interesting. Roll performance. You've got you've got uh, advantage on Six. this performance roll. Okay. 16 or 4. So it's definitely 16. Yeah. Uh, they The, the, the crowd is going wild. Modifiers. Uh, you you stop uh, in this in the spotlight in this catwalk and the crowd is just fucking losing their minds. And then all of a sudden all of them are looking at you, Magnus and Merle, and pointing up to the catwalk. I'll go All next. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm next. Okay. okay. I saunter up, and what I do is I cunningly take my hand and pull my shirt down off one shoulder. And oh, then gy- I gyrate it, and nice. I look seductive, and then waddle across the catwalk <laughs> to stand next to my stunning, cosmetically enhanced friend. Uh, roll a performance check. 
Okay. Another freaking five. Um, there's a few like it's you hear like three of the mannequins be like. Uh, you do not. You do not get as warm a reception. And now all of them are looking at you, Magnus, and pointing up to the catwalk. Awesome. Um, I I get up and I using my chance lance do like just a super sick kind of baton slash you know kind of like gun twirling exercise like you might see in like a military show. Okay, roll performance. That's a thirteen. Uh, you get a pretty. You get an okay reception. You get a pretty good reception for that. Um, all of you are up on the catwalk now, and uh, you hear Edward say, you don't see either of the liches, but you hear their voices, and you hear Edward say, you did it. I don't know how, but you did it. And Lydia says, very few people have stood where you're standing now, having conquered suffering itself to claim their prize. Give them a hand, folks. And every mannequin just stands up and is like giving you a big standing ovation. Uh, and Edward says, uh, this resolve, this desire to do whatever it takes, no matter the cost, to save yourselves. Do you know who you three remind me of? No. Who? Us. You hear, you hear Lydia say, there were three of us once, lifetimes ago. We had another sibling, a, a younger brother, Keats. It was the three of us surviving against all odds, the world against us, but Keats... Keats got sick, and he wouldn't get better. So Edward and I joined a necromantic circle to try and save him. And Edward says, We were unsuccessful, but we found joy in our newfound powers. That's when we became liches and managed to sustain ourselves with our love for our dear Keats and each other. But when that became insufficient, we discovered ways of using other people's emotions to sustain ourselves. Emotion is... So powerful and practical. That's how we discovered that, well, suffering's much more effective than love. And Lydia says, we're the oldest living, well, unliving things in this whole world, I'd reckon. Here's a fun fact they don't tell you about liches. Your spectral form resembles what you looked like when you consigned your soul to lichdom. That means we have to spend an eternity in the drab black robes of our circle. Uh, and Edward says, eventually... We discovered how to channel suffering to create new garments for ourselves, fantastic garments. Then we learned how to channel it into other forms. We could summon small household objects, and then bigger objects, and then finally summoning entire rooms from the ether. That's how we came up with Wonderland. It's a perfect centrifuge for extracting suffering from those who, fueled by greed, came to visit us. Wonderland has taken many forms over the past few centuries, but these games are actually kind of a new touch that we're pretty excited about. And uh, Lydia says, and thanks to your animus, Belle, business has been booming lately. And uh, every mannequin kind of walks up to the catwalk and they're kind of like, they're kind of reaching for you like they're like desperate fans just trying to like get a, a hold of your, the hem of your garment. Um, and Edward says, uh, this place has always thrived because of, well, what else? Advertising. We've got a few consistent channels. Surely you received a brochure in the mail or saw our billboards or met someone drawn here by a beam of magical light. Those are just a few tools of the trade, and they served us well during our residency here. But do you all know the most successful type of advertising? Word of, Word mouth. of mouth. Magnus, you landed on Skull in the last round, didn't you? Yes. Bad luck. And you hear the animus bell ring. And just like all the other grand relics you've seen used during your journey, uh, the effects are immediate and horrible. Uh, Taco and Merle, make a perception check for me. Yeah, I'll roll another five. Oh, 19. And yeah, nine for me. You see Magnus reel backwards, threatening to just, like, fall straight back. And... Um, you both see a light cast out of the back of his body for just the briefest moment as he falls. And then you see him spasm and come to, and he throws a leg back to catch himself before he, he fully loses his balance. And he, he steadies himself on, on rail splitter, 
and he stands up to face you and he says, you know, boys, I don't think Wonderland's that bad. You know, I feel like I've learned a lot about myself here and I feel like our friendship has grown even more powerful, don't you think? Ahem. I didn't say that. Nobody hears you say that, Magnus, because you've just had the singular sensation of having your soul knocked out of your still-living body. It was as soon as you heard the animus bell ring, and it felt like getting kicked by a horse, followed by this absolute numbness that, if you had any breath, would take it away. And you see the back of yourself for a moment, which is fucking weird. And then your vision goes gray, and in fact, the world goes gray, and you are floating backwards into the ethereal plane. And the scene around you is still there, as it was moments ago. You see yourself kind of catch yourself from falling. You see uh, Taco and Merle sort of looking at you. Um, and uh, the, the you, you also see some other stuff, too. You see other figures in the room. You see small, white, humanoid figures that are hiding behind the mannequins and clinging to the ceiling. And as you start to look around at them, they scurry away and out of sight. But you also see a tear in the fabric of space. And it looks familiar because you saw something similar to that during your time in Lucas's lab. It is a rift open to the astral plane where the souls of the deceased go after their death in the material plane. And you are drifting into it, Magnus, because you're dying. I'm, I want to push as hard as I can back towards my body. Uh, we'll get to that in just a second. I want to get back to Merlin Taco. Um, I mean, one thing t- you can say that is bad luck. That I mean, is some bad truth, luck. Yeah. Truth in advertising. Uh, Merlin Taco, you see Magnus catch himself, and you see Lydia now step out from behind Magnus, and she has this. She's wearing this black and white, elegant, like Victorian era dress, and she smiles. And you see a smile creep onto Magnus's face. And for a second, you see the faint figure of Edward surrounding Magnus. Um, and his image fades. And you hear Magnus say, I think I'm going to head to Neverwinter and tell everyone I meet to get down here to Wonderland ASAP. Lots of riches, more than I could even carry out. Uh, so we know that this that that Edward is possessing Magnus, right? Right. And possessing is not the right word because Magnus isn't in there anymore. Edward is Edward is Magnus right now. All right, I'll talk to him. So, uh, Magnus, um, you really that's, think we had that's that me, big tough man, Magnus? That's me yeah, all over. That's I'm you. gonna rush. I'm gonna rush in. Let's do it. You, you, you think uh, we had a really good time in here? Did you? I mean, it was a little bit rough, I guess. But uh, think of all the riches that we found. <laughs> you know, yeah, what, all the, what all the riches and gold exactly. and rubies. I don't remember. I don't remember that. You know what? We're all. We did a good job. We won the game. So I'm with you, Magnus. Let's let's head out and, and go spread the good word. Oh, but oh, but first, of course, we do need the bell, right? We we earned the bell because we won the game, and it's the heart's desire thing. So yeah, I've right? got a better, I've got a way better idea. And hear me out, boys. My best friends, my very good best friends, Merle and Taco. What if you guys turn around and go back into Wonderland, and I'll keep the bell. And you'll just go back in there, and but you'll get to live. How does that sound? Hmm. I got a fucking idea for you. Yeah? And as soon as I say that, Taco's eyes go blank. Oh, shit. He is just catatonic. He falls out of it. His soul is gone. It's in, oh, a, ma- is in, what? A, ma- it's in a magic jar. The spell is called Magic Jar. The only action... I can take is to project my soul up to a hundred feet out of the container, either returning to my living body or attempting to possess a humanoid's body. Okay. And I'm going to take Magnus back. All right. All right. All right. You cast your soul out of Taco's body. And as you do, it steps into the ethereal plane, um, which you've, you've been in before, right? It's where you blink into. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you start to approach Magnus's body, you see behind you, you see Magnus and he is being sucked into a rift into the astral plane. And you recognize it too. Um, you, you recognize the astral plane from, uh, from, from the Lucas's lab. Uh, you recognize it as Kravitz's like home. 
Uh, it is the the plane where dead body where where dead souls go to uh, go to the afterlife, and um, you see Magnus getting sucked into this portal. You also see his body in front of you, uh, and you see Edward's faint outline over the body. Which direction do you go? I fly towards Magnus. Okay. Wait, which one? Uh, spell Magnus. What? I mean, his soul Magnus. This is, trust me. This soul is, Magnus. You, you fly towards Magnus being this, sucked into the portal. This is so yes. going to work. Okay. Yes. Soul Magnus. Okay. Um, Magnus, you don't quite see Taco flying towards you yet. You just see the astral plane rift opening up and sucking you into it. Uh, and and you've see, you again you've seen the astral plane before, um in in the cosmoscope you saw it too in the mirror uh, and and when you saw it then it was just this like tranquil sea filled with swirling lights and and souls retired to rest in collective consciousness through this rift you see the same sea but it is choppy and it's violent and there are there's no lights below the surface. Um, in fact, you kind of see like what looks like an oil slick on the surface and the sky is stormy and pitch black and nobody's there. Kravitz isn't there. Um, and behind you, you see Taco flying at you. Um, Taco, what are you doing? I'm just going to, I mean, I'm disembodied. So I, all I can do is kind of fly over and try to grab him. Okay. All right. You fly over and you grab Magnus's hand. Um, and make a strength save. <laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> All right, here's what we'll do. Taka, you grab Magnus's hand, just as his feet were being pulled into the astral plane. Uh, and you can see into it now, too. You can see into the plane also. Uh, do you say anything dope when you grab him? No, I mean, I can't say anything. I'm a ghost. Okay, fine. But you see each other. You guys, <laughs> yes. you guys see each other, right? And we yeah. definitely think some super cool action Yeah, we equips. think something, but it's very private, so it's not allowed. Yeah. Okay. Um, you both see into the this, this astral plane, and you can tell that something is seriously wrong. Um, and just as you pull Magnus back, Taco, mm-hmm. you see a hand splash up from the choppy waters. You see Kravitz. And he's struggling to sort of pull himself up to the surface of the water. The, the the oil, this black oil on the surface of the water just twists around him and pulls him back under. And you feel that oil calling for both of you as well. And you're both getting pulled into the rift now. Uh, and But with a 20, Taco, you fight against the pull. And both of you are flying backwards towards the center of the room. Uh, back towards the catwalk, uh, and Merle, you're standing in front of the two the two uh, liches, one in the form of Magnus and one not. Uh, Lydia uh, just is, is there in her spectral form, uh, and you're standing next to a, a Taco who's gone completely catatonic. What do you do? I use Planar Ally, where I can summon an entity from another plane. I'm going to go into that plane and pull. Let's see. Pull Taco, who's got a hold of Magnus, right? Yeah. Yes. And I pull him back into this plane. I summon <laughs> them. I summon both of them back into this plane. Okay. M- then M- Magnus and Taco, you two are flying back towards the center of the room. The pull of the of this rift is still trying to suck you in. Uh, and out of nowhere, uh, just Merle turns around, turns his back to the two liches, and just outstretches his arms. Uh, and as he does, you see, uh, like, spectral versions of his uh, uh, soulwood arm sort of reach out and grab you. And he's also pulling you back in, too, now. And he rips both of you towards himself. Uh, Taco, you are back in your body. And you're back and you are conscious again. Uh, and Magnus, you're conscious too. You're, you're, you still feel numb, but you're back. But you're on the ground, and you're surrounded by the, the mannequin audience, and you see your friends just above you on the catwalk. What do you do? Am I in my body, or am I just a spirit? What do you, what do, you do? You're awake. You're not, in the astral, you're not in the ethereal plane anymore. I, I rush in to, to my friends. I want to get back in the fr- I'm back. I'm rush in. I rush in. Griffin. All right, you jump back up in, onto the catwalk, and as you do, you hear fake Magnus go, what? 
Uh, and Merle and, and Taco, you see standing beside you wearing a plate of very, very, very fashionable elven scale mail. You see one of the mannequins standing right next to you. <laughs> I'll be having my body back, you undead fuck. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. The first ever Very, Very Fun Day is coming to Tally Hall in Chicago on February 11th with media sponsorship from WBEZ 91.5. Advanced tickets are sold out, but we will have a limited number of tickets for sale at the door. So come on out for a day jam-packed with five great Max Fun podcasts, four local shows, and a comic showcase. For more information, please visit MaximumFun.org slash Very, Very Fun Day. Going into a bullseye interview, I know it's somebody who does amazing work, but it's an actual conversation. I don't know where it's headed. The, absolutely. I, you're absolutely right. You said it actually better than I did, so I have to think about what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, these are this 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 is the straight talk that that you're going to get on this show. Bullseye creators, you know, creators you need to know. Find it at maximumfun.org or wherever you get podcasts.